Welcome to another episode of Mending Your Life Unapologetically Human. It is a beautiful weekend. Well, at least here for me, it's a beautiful weekend. It's overclassed, cat, class, class, overcast, cloudy, little rainy, fall like weather. That is that is the most beautiful thing for a fat boy like me. I'm Dan, and I am joined here with my buddy Brady. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much, man. Um, just another fat boy enjoying the fall weather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nothing much. Just you know, um, the, the, the regular life. Uh, I was sick earlier this week. My Kids, if they share nothing, they share germs. So um, they decided they wanted to share their cold with me. Um, mm, how nice of them. So I'm still on the downhill slide of that. So if I sound a little strange, that's why. Um, and then oh, I got yeah, got a why. few. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why. That's what I'm going with this week. We'll we'll figure out another excuse next week. But um, now I got a few things to do today. Got to get uh, maintenance up here to fix my sink, and I got to put together a bunk bed. And I mean, it's not from IKEA, but I got to put it together like it was. Um, oh, how fun! But yeah, I mean, all in all, the week, the, my week was pretty good. Um, busy as hell as, at work as usual, and um, I missed I missed one day because of uh, of the plague, and um, <laughs> but just one day, and I and then I went back to work Friday and. You know, we we had a good time last night playing uh, played a little NHL and yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, that was that did. was a good time. That was a good uh, time. How was your week, man? Uh, week was good. Boss was traveling. So it's kind of going to be kind of the norm now, where he's going to be gone two three times out of the out of the week. So, uh, you know, week was good. It was long. Had a couple of long days, but nothing nothing too crazy. Nothing to complain about other than the normal. You know crap at work but whatever it is um but it's good you know we uh the wife and i have a baby doctor's appointment next week so i'm super excited for that um everything's looking good on that end we have done absolutely nothing to be prepared in our home for a child we are slacking and i have four months to go so uh yeah there's that yeah there's that um but no man we're good everything's good um you know Quick shout out. Uh, I heard it was somebody's birthday in your household this week. Your daughter. Happy birthday yeah. to her. Yeah. Yeah. She just turned three a couple of days ago and mm. time flies. Um, they, thank you, Facebook, for making me tear up a little bit because, you know, they throw memories out there. And um, she was, you know, she was born on the 7th and uh, she was born at 11, 14 p.m. She was five pounds, uh, 14 ounces. And um, just beautiful little girl and God, she's grown so much over the last three years and she's got such a little, little personality. She's got a little attitude on her. And of course she gets her attitude from her mom, not from her dad. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that, that I, I'm, I, she, she learns all the good things from daddy and, and all the attitude from mommy. Um, right. That's what and, we're going to go with. Yeah. And as soon as I lose, as soon as I leave this room, I'm going to expect something flying at my head. Um, I'm expecting it now. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, she's, uh, she's, she's awesome though. So we're going to do, I think we're going to do cake and presents when, uh, actually my mom's going to come into town here in a couple of weeks. So that might be something that, uh, that we may have to have a guest host for, because my mom's only going to be in town for a few days. So. Or we just had a mom on. Oh, we can have my mom on. My mom would love That'd it. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah, no. Right, we'll I mean, she she might uh she she you're gonna have to watch your language around my mom though. You know that, right? 
Hey, I did much better after when I, we came back after your wedding. And then well, last I, week, I basically threw it right back out. <laughs> well, and, and the funny thing is, so last week, I actually dropped dropped one. And um, and she, she blamed I, 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 oh, no, she, but I heard about it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. So, um, wow. So this, this week is, uh, uh, you know, Dan, I'm really looking forward to this week. We got a, uh, we got a really special guest. We got a, yeah. a good dude that, uh, that, um, we, you, we created a TikTok for, for our podcast. Hold of this gentleman. Oh, you froze. And, and you keep freezing. And my, oh, and technology. Keep freezing. God, I love technology. So, uh, as, no, you're good now. You're good now. Okay. All right. So, as so, you said, yeah, no, we, yeah, we got this special guest. Uh, we, we created a TikTok just to get a hold of him. Um, really looking forward to this. He, he he posted a video that we shared on our Facebook site. Yes. Um, yes. Tagged and, in. Uh, um, tagged in TikTok as well. Tagged in TikTok as well. Um, really kind of struck struck with me. Um, I know it struck with Dan as well. Dan, uh, you want to you want to uh, bring him in? Yeah. So, um, like Brady said, we created TikTok to come get this or to come find this guy, and we went to the dark side to do this because this was something that we weren't going to do. TikTok was not in the plans. Social media and all that was not really in the plans of this show. But when I shared that video of uh, of his, I would say more than honest soapbox rant that he went. I mean, it was just, it was just honestly, it was just pure, pure fucking honesty. When I showed that, shared that video to you, I immediately told you we need to find this dude. We need to get him on. Um, so, uh, we are really, really happy to have Cody on Cody. You guys can find him on TikTok. It's dad, bod, God, 35 underscores, I'll write it in the description. I'm not going to attempt to figure all that out. But, um, <laughs> so we got Cody on today. Uh, Cody was nice enough to do a shout out on TikTok for us, uh, which was, I think, our first shout out ever on a social media platform that from somebody that we're maybe not friends or related to. So that was kind of a big deal for us is to have that in the general reaction immediately after that was an influx of people coming into our TikTok page and commenting on videos and commenting on, you know, or, or replying to comments on videos that we've made and stuff like that. And for us is a small podcast where we don't really have uh, professional equipment. We don't do this for money for us. It's huge. And uh, so obviously uh, Cody agreed to come on with us. And um, now uh, I'd like to bring him in. Cody, you here? Yes, sir, I am. What's going on, man? What's happening, fellas? How are you? Glad to be here. Oh, glad to have living you the dream. Um, you know, uh, I, I got to say, uh, you know, first and foremost, thank you for, for giving us a shout out after we, we kind of got this thing ironed out and, and got you uh, to, to, to agree to um agree to come on i'm sorry the check hasn't cleared yet no i'm kidding um, <laughs> <laughs> but no um thank thank you for coming on man this is uh that that video that you posted man that that's what we do here and uh and we really appreciate really appreciate you taking your time i mean i just want to thank y'all for you know inviting me on this show like i when i made that video i didn't think it would get the exposure that it has 
Um, cause before that, none of my videos had ever done anything. And then I, when I went to sleep that night after making that video, I had 109 followers. And when I woke up, I had over 300 and it's just been going and going. Like I'm still That's getting awesome. comments and everything on that video. Yeah. And I, I've seen a few of your other videos, man. You, I mean, you really, you really pride yourself on your honesty, don't you? Oh yeah. Um, uh, I, I changed my perspective on life a few years ago and, it's I, honesty is honest is the best way to go on everything whether you hurt somebody's feelings or not put yourself out there let yourself be known you know yeah no and we you know we we definitely agree with that that's that's kind of what we preach on this uh and, and i don't like you to use the word preach but that's kind of what we preach on this podcast you know it's uh these are hard conversations. These are honest conversations. And, and that's, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, you, you kind of changed your outlook, changed your mentality a, a, a little while ago. And, and, it, and I got to ask you, uh, has, I mean, even if, even if, you know, uh, outward influences haven't become better, has your, do you feel, do you feel better about your life since you've, you've changed your, your mentality? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah not i think it was last month it's made 10 years since i uh first put put myself in the hospital for my depression and i hate it being on the pills because they didn't just make you happy they actually eliminated all emotion from you and then certain circumstances came up to where i could no longer be on the pills so i from then on i changed my perspective and then I had to change it again because it started coming back and I got real bad. Uh, so I changed it again. So now I am the way I am. And then I've gone through uh, a very toxic relationship, which ended two years ago and I've never been happier. You, uh, let me ask you something, Cody. Is it hard for you to talk about that? No, not at all. Was it hard for you at all? No. Even even after so the through the whole ten years, have you been pretty transparent with yourself and with other people about you know like the struggle that you went through? Well, I mean, not at first, um, not at first because I, due to how I was raised and part of the reason why I made the video is men were, base it was basically beating us to not show our emotions and everything. So at first, I was I was not okay telling people that I was not okay, mm-hmm. but now uh seeing how i've changed my life and um i want to help other people it, if they need somebody to talk to and you know try and show them that life is better and they they have multiple outlets that they can go through in order to help themselves that's uh listen it you know they say speaking about emotions and sometimes like a sign of weakness, but dude, you gotta be, you gotta have a brass set to be able to admit some of the things that you go through as a person or as a man in general. And if that's not, if that's not proof of strength, I don't know what is because you gotta be a tough son of a, but a uh, son of, I was, I almost did it, Brady. I almost did. I caught myself. <laughs> yeah. I caught myself. Yeah. You got to be a tough son of a gun to be able to wake up every day and live a normal life with bat with the demons that you battle. And it's not easy to do. So when you start to open up and you talk about that, 
it's hard and it's it's frightening for some people because you're being vulnerable and you know we talk we're talking about something that men aren't and that's vulnerable right that's like that's like a golden rule you don't you only want to ever do that as a man that's how like you said that's how you're raised that's how you that's what you're taught that's what's drilled into your brain you're not vulnerable you don't speak about this stuff but when we finally do open up and as terrifying as it is we see the we can literally like just feel the weight coming off our backs when we do oh, that yeah. and it's not easy i mean it really isn't easy we talked about it on the last uh, episode brady about how hard it is to just be transparent and open up but you know this here what we're trying to do here and you know cody you you like i said before and on facebook you were you're such like an advocate for mental health and men's mental health and that that right there that's how you start to break the stigma and that's how you begin to understand that like it's okay to not be okay now and and let's 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 just be straight here, Cody. Um, you you mentioned in that shout out to us on TikTok that you you know podcasts really aren't your thing. You haven't had a chance to listen to us or anything like that. So, um, you know, a little background on on me is you know I I I I've gone somewhat the same path. You know, I've actually I've I've been committed twice. I've tried to kill myself. Um, I've been homeless. I've been a drug addict. I've fought many demons and most of these demons have been of my own of my own summoning um but you know it's it's one of those things that you know i've always tried to be an open book kind of like kind of like what you said but in the beginning it was hard it really was it's not something that we're that we're trained to to say to speak on um or i mean i don't know whether it's just you know we're supposed to be tough and strong or it's just where it's kind of beaten into us that we really don't understand emotions because we're men and, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, really, like I said, really struck with me. And then after we had started having our conversation, especially that initial conversation over messenger, man, I, uh, you know, we, I, I really kind of identified with you a little bit and, uh, and, you know, it's, it's great to see. And, and that's what helps people is, you know, they, people know they're not alone. You know, you face demons that I haven't, but we've both faced demons and, and that's, you know, we both fought them back. And, you know, for somebody out there that's just now getting getting a chance to really to really own up and, and come nose to nose with their demons, they they know they can make it because people like you, people like me, people like Dan, you know, we've faced our demons and we've come out the other way. Oh, absolutely. And and like I I know that there are people out there that try and talk about men's mental health. But the thing with it is, is a lot of these people, they have like a uh, college degree on psychology. I understand that, you know, they understand how the human mind is, but you never hear anybody like a blue collar worker doing it like me. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows me until now. And you're you're finally seeing raw emotion. You're not seeing somebody who knows how the mind is and just saying what everybody wants to hear you're getting the raw emotion out of it. Um, and you're not getting any, any textbook recitation either. I mean, uh, you're, right. you're not sitting here. Oh, well, you know, you feel like this. So, you know, this says you should do this. No, I don't, that's yeah. not life. Right. And you know, like degrees are great. And, and 
you know, that's awesome for people who have degrees, but you know, a, a degree doesn't a degree doesn't help you understand a person. A degree only helps you understand, you know, the molecule of somebody. It doesn't really help you understand what that person goes through. So you the, like you said, those therapists, they have those degrees and they understand the human mind. That's great. But my human mind is not the same as your mind and it's not the same as your mind. And it's not the same. You know, I mean, it, and it's there's that real that realism factor where I where I think people they step away from therapists because you don't have that realism connection with somebody. And, you know, maybe that therapist, they had their own demons and stuff going up, but you know, like we said last week, you know, you got trauma, I got trauma, you got demons, I got demons, but just because our past is different doesn't mean that we can't battle demons together. Right. And Cody, you made a good point is that when it's hard to talk about this and you know brady you say it all the time it's hard men are programmed a certain way to not speak on these things because as a society it has shown that it's wrong for us to feel certain ways Mm -hmm. and it is and and the problem with that is it came down through the generations um somebody actually asked me on the video on tiktok if if I believe that the same issues that I brought up were from the former generations and I absolutely believe they were, but back then it was even worse. You know, they were back then they were really told you're not a man if you're, mm-hmm. if you're emotional. And mm-hmm. so th- those guys definitely, they broke down on their own. Nobody ever knew they didn't have anybody to talk to. And so it, it just went down the line to the point that we are now. Right. And, so you know, back I, then, Cody, I, sorry. I, go ahead, Bryce. Sorry, uh, Cody, I got to ask, you know, we brought up this video. And for those of you that haven't seen it, definitely take a look at it. But, um, you know, I got to ask, man, what what was the basis? What I mean, why did you make that video? What what was did something was something going on at that point in time? Was yeah, there like something? Where, where did it come yeah. from? You know, like because like uh, that stuff doesn't just manifest out of blue air like that came from somewhere and you had something going on and I, god thank god you let that out because that was a hell of a message well i mean that i still struggle with my demons not as bad as i used to but that night happened to be a kind of a bad night um and i, I it started off with a stitch from uh, emily king and just the start of her video got me thinking that night and I was like, hey, let's just go ahead and make this video. Cause I, I used past experience and the world around me. Uh, I, I've seen too many times on like social media or something like that, where men are, are being oppressed to their feelings. And it, it's just astounded me how many men have, like they they feel the exact same way that I said in the video, and I didn't make that video based on how my life is right now. I used past experience, like I like I said earlier, with that toxic relationship that I had, and it's just everything just came out, and I did feel better when when I after I made that video and I went to sleep, and you know I woke up, I was doing good, um, and it's just it that that seeing emily's video because i watched her video all the way through watching that made me want to make those words and i'm glad i made those words for the, all the people that have never been able to express express them themselves 
Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, and that, and that's awesome, man. That's um, I, and you know, I I would like to ask because you know, being somebody that that was um, my my previous relationship, my beautiful wife is not who I'm talking about right now, but my previous relationship was very toxic, and you know, I I gotta ask for those for those men out there that are experiencing this that you know may not know, you know, what was what do you mind if I ask how long you were in this relationship? Three years. Three years. See, I was I, I I was in it for about two and a half. I gotta ask because I know I know when it occurred to me that this relationship was toxic and it was not helping my mental state. It was actually hurting my mental state. Um, that how how long did it take? Because it took me a while. Because for me, I felt like that's what I deserved after. Um, after everything that had happened to me, I mean, uh, anybody that listens to the podcast knows that I was divorced. It went, it was, it, it took its toll on me. It really, it really kind of broke me down. And then I, I ended up getting in this relationship and I felt like that's, that's all I deserve. Yeah. That's, that's not what we deserve. Um, I, it took me almost the, the full three years to realize what was yeah. going on. Um, but, like I've uh, I've known the lady for oof we've been friends for many many years and like the first year we were together everything was good but after after that first year is when everything started going downhill and it it became to where it was either her way or no way and I had just started or the last two years that we were together I had just started working on the road because I wanted to build up some money so I could come back to Louisiana where I'm from and start my own business. And it just seemed like no matter what I did, we couldn't catch up. We had no money. Uh, she was spending it all. But if I went out and tried to buy something for myself, she would get pretty mad. Mm. And I just, towards the end, I finally kind of had enough and I'd started pushing away from her a little bit. And then, one day she actually split up with me um, where I was working at the time. I didn't have signal once I got to the job site, um, but there were certain parts of it that if I, I don't know, I stood on my pinky toe, I could get signal. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up getting a message from her, which I didn't get it until after we had our morning meeting and it was hers and it was on Facebook of all places um and a monday morning so it was already a shitty morning and then <laughs> i get that um mondays uh, right <laughs> and she was saying that she thinks it's best if we split up and i went along with it like i was done and she actually ended up kind of getting mad at me because i didn't according to her fight hard enough for her and by but by that point i was done and ever since then my life has improved uh, and i've been happier I've never been good. as happy as I am now. That's good. And I think that, and I think that's, that's something that men forget about is, you know, especially when we're in a relationship, um, I don't know if this, this lady, this young lady had had children or anything like that, but you get in a relationship with somebody with kids or you end up having kids in a relationship, stuff like that. You know, we, we put ourselves last. We, we do. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, it's, it's, it's again, one of those things we're kind of programmed to do. And, um, oh, absolutely. And so 
Uh, I mean, I would just like to take the chance to say, you know, don't, don't be afraid to take care of yourself every now and then. I mean, that's, it, it took into, for, for me, Cody, I mean, and, and Dan, it, it took uh, an extremely toxic relationship with, with, with somebody to really make me realize that. I mean, it really had, it really pushed me in that direction and. Oh yeah. And I'm happier now. I mean, that's the whole thing. My world is, my world is so much better. I mean, I'm, I just, uh, Cody, I just recently got married to, to, to my wife. It's been a little over a month now that, well, that congratulations. we've been Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing, you know, wow. Three years, three and a half, yeah, three years, three and a half years that we've been, uh, you better get that uh, right. Oh no! I mean, I know our wedding anniversary. That's that's how that works. You know, you don't you don't have to worry about the the dating anniversary after the wedding, right? Isn't that how it works? That's that, I don't no. Know. Uh, that's, okay. a, that, that's a touchy subject. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go ahead. And, we're gonna skip through that one, but you know, yeah, you, uh, Cody, you know what? Delete that. Let's go yeah. ahead and just, just <laughs> Cody. You 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 brought up that when y'all started having these uh, issues. Um, you started traveling, right? You started traveling for your job. And, you know, there's always that one video that goes around. that's always like, you know, the women, all they want is a blue collar man, blah, blah, blah. But it's they always want it until the lifestyle starts catching up with with your life. And it's not an easy lifestyle to stick around in. And God bless my wife. She's she's completely understanding of everything that, I, you know, the long hours that I do and Brady, your wife is understanding about the long hours that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not it's not easy. And it does take a, a different type of mindset to have to deal with that as a person. But when you when you you when you're used to basically doing things on your own for so long and you become comfortable with doing things on your own for so long and then you start opening up to somebody and Brady, you said it before, you know, it, it, it's about the, the quality of person that you open up to when you start to open up to somebody and then they take advantage of that. It makes it real, real easy for you to just go ahead and, you know, bury your head back in sand and move on. You know, you keep your head down and just go because at some point you go, what's what's the point? Like, what is the point to even talk about it anymore? People are just going to abuse the vulnerability that I'm showing to them because it takes a lot for me to open up to somebody. And, you know, it takes a lot, you know, and that's spouses. You know, I'm sure, Brady, sometimes when you and, and your now, wife started when they got together. It probably wasn't easy for you to open up about certain things, especially not about the the troubles that you are the troubles that you had and the trauma and in your you know battle with the pills and depression. It wasn't easy for me to tell my wife. It's not easy for me to tell anybody about the stuff that I went through. When you know most for for those of you that maybe might be new to this, you know, and Cody, we talked about a little bit before the show. Um, you know, my brother passed away. He he had depression. He you know, committed suicide 2012. And then I drank a lot, a lot. And I attempted, you know, and uh, I was Finish fortunate that enough. Sentence, dude. Go ahead. What? What? Finish the sentence. What did you I, I I attempted <laughs> to try to I attempted to try to kill myself and there. it and it did not work, thank God. But um we you know, I went through that and I felt like I was going through that alone. And I know I wasn't alone. I had people there, but I made that choice to do that alone to myself because I felt like if I opened up to talk to anybody, I would be more of a burden to these people than anybody trying to help me. 
And I think that's one of the big things about being men is that we won't open up about this stuff because we feel like we're a burden. Absolutely. Um, like I always, I'm, I'm very open and honest about the first time that I went in the, well, the only time I've gone in the hospital, you know, I woke up at that point every day wanting to no longer be on the census. And I had that one planned out. My mom lived out in the woods at the time. Uh, and my, I had my grandfather's pistol that he carried whenever he was a security guard. And that's what I was going to do. I was just going to walk out there and be done. Um, what I don't tell a lot of people is actually back in April made a year since the last time I was going to do it. Um, and that one wasn't planned. I had a lot going on. Um, this was right after me and the ex-fiance had split because we had split in October and it was April 5th of 2020 when it was going to happen. And what stopped me that time was actually my dog. Hmm. Um, she watched me load the gun, everything. And when I went to go pick it up, she was laying on my bed, just watching me. When I went to go pick it up to, to do it, she jumped off the bed knocked the gun out of my hand and then pushed me across the room to where my bathroom door was at. And she would not leave me alone until I guess I finally snapped out of it and she knew I wasn't going to do anything. And that's when she went back and laid on her bed. And like you said, a lot of, Oh yeah, she's, she's amazing. I don't know where she's at right now. She's laying out somewhere, but, uh, uh, like you said, men, in times like that, a lot of people don't understand why you would want to do that. At that time, you're not being selfish. I mean, you kind of are, but you're not. You just, you can't help but think to yourself that all these people, you would just be a burden to them if you reached out and said, I need help. And you don't want to put them through that. And you, at that yeah. point in time, that's the easiest thing to do. That way you wouldn't know, you would no longer be a burden to these people. Right. You know, and it, it, it's hard already. It, let me, you know, the other side of that too is when you do reach out and if somebody doesn't respond, it makes you feel like complete total shit. And it's not that person's fault if they don't respond back to you, right? Because they have a life. They don't know that you're going through something, right? You could easily be like, hey, man, like I'm really going through something. You got a minute. They might be like with their wife and kids. They might not see their phone, but you don't know that, right? Because that's not what's yeah. going through your mind right now. What's going through your mind is like I am on the verge of crossing that line. So you're not thinking about all that stuff. And then in turn, when you're not thinking about all that stuff, you just assume that those people don't care. That's not the fucking truth. You know that they care, but you are going through something right now that is blocking that part of your brain, allowing you to let you realize that these people actually do care, but you got so much pain and trauma going on that it just shuts off everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's the whole thing, you know, it, you, you know, people, people will tell you, you know, when you reach out, uh, make sure you reach out to the right person. And I, and I have to, I have to say, I kind of disagree with that because, you know, subconsciously, you know, who you can reach out to right. uh, period. I mean, now granted there are sometimes, you know, especially, you know, when you're younger and you're, you're not as experienced with life and people where you reach out to the wrong type of person. Um, now that being said, you, you know, don't forget, that people people will be there for you just as an adult just like dan said everybody's got lives 
everybody, you know, it, you have to be willing, you have to be willing to give them a chance to be there for you as well. I mean, we, we all want immediate, you know, I need help and I need it now. Um, and I know, and believe me, I, I know as well as anybody that's gone through it that, you know, when you're in that mentality, when you're in that mental state, you're not going to, you're not going to think, oh, well, you know, I'll give them a couple hours. They might be doing, you're not going right. yeah, to, you that's don't think about it. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. But, um, you know, but also one thing, one thing I do have to say is as, as a man, you're kind of pre-programmed to, you know, um, pain don't hurt. And, but, and when you get to that point where you've hurt for so long and it may be something, you know, we, we mentioned this last week, you know, it may be something small that pushes that, that, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to say, you know, it may be something small. Don't be afraid to reach out. It's not, it's not small to you. So it's, so it won't be small to the person that you reach out to. It won't be small to, it's not a small thing to, to ask for help. You know, yeah, you may have, you know, wrecked your car and that pushed you over the edge, but that's not what happened. That's not what puts you there. So, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to, to I mean, that's me, that's Dan. You know, that's, that. I mean, I can't speak for Cody, but that's me, that's Dan. That's, you know, reach out and 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 say, hey, I, I'm going through some shit. As you men, said, we brought this up last week. As men, we need mm, to stand mm-hmm. side by side and fight our demons together this is this has got to be a brotherhood it has to be because we will not we will not survive this world without this brotherhood you know you said um it's sometimes you know we always talk about you know you talk talk to the right person like the quality of person and that's great when you're going through something but when you're standing on that line between you know giving up and not giving up it really doesn't matter who you who you reach out to do a mass text to your entire contact list if you have to. It does not matter. You know, just just send it out and see if somebody will respond back to you. Um, before we take a break, it, it made me think about when you said that there's a song uh, by Matt Cannon, country artist, and the song is called The Call. And it's essentially it is exactly that. It is about just before you give up, just exhaust every opportunity that you have to get a hold of somebody and just make the call. But it's not that oh, easy. Absolutely. So when we come oh, back yeah. on the back, when we come back on the back side of that, we're we're gonna go ahead and talk about that because there's something else that I want to bring up too, and uh, I think it's gonna strike strike the conversation because it's gonna have it's gonna have a lot of uh it's gonna have a lot of oomph to it. So uh, we'll be right back, um, and uh, we'll pick up this conversation. Cody, you good to stay on? Oh yeah, I'm good. Oh yeah, awesome. All right, we'll pick up this conversation, Cody, in a couple minutes. Men in your life, unapologetically human, will be right back. Welcome back. This is Men in Your Life, unapologetically human. Uh, we are coming on the back end of this episode. We got our buddy Cody over here. We're talking about uh, the, your little viral video that went went through Facebook and TikTok and. Um, I don't know why you expected or why you didn't expect that video to take off when you have 24,000 followers on TikTok. Is that right? 24,000 yeah. followers? Holy crap. And you didn't think that was going to take off? I Well, like I said, whenever I <laughs> recorded that video and I went to bed, I only had 109 followers when what? I made that video. Yeah. Holy um, crap. You talking about blowing up overnight. Good Lord. Pretty much, and like I was just 
watching I was just watching the notifications uh, through TikTok all that day and I never expect it to get to the point that it is now. Um, and you know, I've made other videos. They haven't done as well, but um, yeah, like, I, I totally didn't expect it at all. And it's been kind of overwhelming, but exciting. Um, and it actually hit a million views on Facebook before it did on TikTok. Did it really? Um, yes. Uh, and I didn't even know it was on Facebook because I didn't share it to Facebook. I, I don't really share my personal videos to my own Facebook, but um, I was walking my dog one night and a friend of mine texted me saying, I think you're about to go viral. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, a friend of mine uh shared a video from somebody else on facebook and it's you I'm like what in the world are you talking about so she mm -hmm. went through and she she screenshotted it and like i reached out to the guy that i know of that shared it i don't know if anybody else shared it straight from tiktok but i know of this one guy and like i've actually received more negative um uh, input from the facebook side than i have uh tiktok um but i got now i'm friends with him i've had people reach out to me um there's one young man that i'm talking to right now his name's hunter he he is about as bad off as i used to be and i talk to him not every day but probably every other day i check in on him and see how he's doing or he'll check in on me and and i i've had one guy reached out to me on Facebook from the UK saying it's just the same over there as it is here. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, and that's that right there. That is the brotherhood we're talking about. You know, even yeah, if it's just absolutely. one person or two people, I mean, that's the brotherhood that we, that, that me and Dan have really, really been fighting for is, you know, this is, you know, men are naturally competitive people. We are. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's another one of those stigmas that we, that, you know, are ingrained in our DNA. Now, don't get me wrong. Women are competitive too. Um, it, 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 they're just, you know, two different levels and two different, two different types of competitiveness, you know, that, that, that competitiveness, that that's a healthy thing. It really is, but you need to use it in a healthy way, you know, but let's stop being competitive with people, especially people we don't even know. We don't know what people are going through. We don't know what what Joe down the street is is experiencing right now. Um, you, the, the the brotherhood is is, you know, um, as as Dan likes to say, I don't know where he got it, but you know, iron sharpens iron, man sharpens man, and that is that has become another one of our mantras. The you know, other than it's okay to not be okay, let's just not stay there. Um, and you know, that's that right there that, I mean, Cody, you, that, that takes a special person to be there for a complete stranger. And I think that's, that's what we, us as men need to be more about. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, actually, you know where, where I heard that quote from and you're going to be yeah. surprised. You're going to be surprised where I heard it from. Uh, I actually heard that quote one time from former Indianapolis, uh, Indianapolis Colts coach Chuck Pagano when he was going through his cancer treatments and still coaching um, he addressed his team one day and he had a real a real nice speech um, and it was basically about 
coming together as human beings, coming together as a family. And he truly looked at that group of men and women in that organization as a family. And they did, I mean, they did so much for him and his wife when he was going through his cancer treatments. So when he addressed the team one day, one of the things that he brought up was, you know, iron may sharpen iron, but man sharpens man. And ever since I heard that, you know, this is year, this is at least, I got to say at least five, six years ago now, ever since I've heard of that, heard that quote, I mean, it just, it's always stuck with me. It's, yeah, it's always stuck with me that, you know, iron may sharpen iron, but man sharpens man. And when we started doing this, that could not be more true because that, that this is how, like you said, this is a brotherhood. And that's how you, that's how you get that brotherhood is that man has to sharpen man. And Cody, you reaching out to your, to your friend Hunter and you talk to him and you check in on him. That's man sharpening man, right? Well, you and I, Brady, we do this podcast and we open up and we talk about things. That's man sharpening man. When we can reach out and reach other people and have people respond back to us, that's man sharpening man. That's how we break the stigma of what's going on. That's how we show people that it's okay to not be okay. Um, I did want to pose this question to you guys. Have you, as have you, have you Cody or Brady, have you all ever heard the uh, the term secondhand suicide? Yes. I have not, actually, to be honest with you. Right. So I heard I heard this term for the first time the other day uh, in a gentleman who who described it, it very well. May I add, he explained secondhand suicide as wanting to kill yourself, but not being able to because you would feel as a burden towards other people if you actually did kill yourself. So that's the reason why you don't do it. So can you imagine? Yeah. C- could you imagine? Waking up every day knowing that you are basically just done with your life and you don't want anything to do with it, but you don't do it because you know that you have other people relying on you, so you can't pull yourself to do it because if you do, then you'd be letting them down. So now you feel more of like a failure because – and this is going to this is gonna sound the way that it sounds, and I apologize, but there's a reason why I'm putting it this way. You can't pull yourself to do it, so not only do you feel like – you know, you would fail them and let these people down. You are now kind of like a failure because you can't even 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 kill yourself. So it's like it kind of it kind of puts this pressure and this weight on you because it's like I can't even I can't even end my own life when I want to, right? And it makes you feel like you're you're worthless and you're a failure. And it's like, what kind of man can I? I can't even do this. I can't even do this right. Like the one thing that I want to do, I can't even do this right. I don't even want to be here and I can't do this right. So imagine waking up every day with that thought process in your head, right? But every single day you go to work every day, you come home and you see your family every day, you provide for your family every single day. And you have this thought going on through your mind, right? Imagine instead of feeling like, it's you you're, you're you're it's a feeling of failure or a letdown you know the people think of the strength it takes for somebody to go through that day in and day out the constant thought of wanting to end your own life but can't because you have other people depending on you but you go through every single day pushing through and you wake up every single morning to do it again Again, if that is not the epitome of strength, I don't know what is. No, and that's, that's you know, you, that, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead, please. 
I, I was just going to say that's exactly what was happening when I put myself in the hospital. Like, I had it planned out. I woke up every day wanting to do it, but I just couldn't do it. Um, I was, At the time, I was living with my girlfriend at the time and my best friend, and I had my dog. And that I knew that they they relied on me, and I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. But at the same time, it's like, why do they still want to be around? I would like to say though that that you know that is the epitome of strength, and I completely agree with that. And that's you know, um, I feel like it's it's and it's a lot easier said than done. But you know, I would also call that a win. You know, mm-hmm. you're not doing it. You're not doing it because you understand the impact it will have around the people that you actually care about. And that's, you know, it, it rather than, and of course it's easier said than done, you know, rather than thinking that as a negative, you, you, you view that as a positive. Um, and, and that's, you know, that I, I can't, I really can't imagine that because honestly, you know, the, the times that, that I attempted and uh, the one other time that it crossed my mind, um, I didn't have anybody depending on me. It was just me. It was, you know, I, I didn't. And now granted, if I were to look back, yeah, there were people that cared about me that, that didn't want me to go. And, you know, I thank God that, that, you know, whatever intervention happened, because uh, like I said, I attempted it with me, it was pills. The, the two times that I actually attempted it, I tried to overdose and, um, it, it didn't work because I'm a large man, but, uh, and that's that's honestly what the doctor said the last time that I that I tried was you know you you're you're a little big to be trying to trying to do this and and I'll be out there I mean I took twenty five Vicodin and twenty naproxen all at once and you know it was I, I thought that would be enough apparently it wouldn't uh, even the doctor was like that wasn't going to be enough that would have that would have you know probably just killed your kidneys and um, luckily I, it didn't and stuff like that but at the same time you know it. I've never heard that term before, but I understand the concept. And I, I got to say to to anybody out there experiencing that, I mean, please, number one, reach out to somebody. And number two, that's you. I mean, don't forget, that's you winning. That's you winning that 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 fight. That's you beating that demon is, is getting up and knowing that you can't do that. Giving yourself an excuse to not follow through with that. That's, I mean, that's huge. That is That is strength beyond anybody could possibly understand. And, you know, and the flip side of that, too, is sometimes when we talk to somebody, the first the first thing out of their mouth is I can't do it anymore. You know, and, it, you know, you, you try to be like, yes, you can. You know, here's you know, you start listing out reasons why. And, you know, sometimes instead of just listing out reasons, we should just listen and yes. let them explain why they don't think they can do it. And I said this last week, if you don't think you can do it, message me. And I'm going to tell you why you can, and we're going to go ahead and talk about it. Like you can list all the reasons why you don't think you can do it. And I'm going to list all the reasons why I believe that you can. Um, but when we sit there and their first, the first reaction is I can't do it anymore. You know, I, I just can't You're like, you know, you say, or it's like, oh yeah, 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 you say that, but I just can't do it anymore. Okay. But here's the thing you can. And here's why, because if you were going to do it and you can't do it anymore, you wouldn't be sitting here talking to me. So you can tell yourself, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I just can't live this life. Or, you know, uh, you know, she was the love of my life. I can't do it anymore. I can't rebound from that, but you haven't done it yet. So until you do it, until you actually end it and you quit yourself, 
you're still here. You can still you're doing it now. You're getting you're doing it now. It may suck. Like it's gonna hurt. And that's what we said before is that the very first thing that we're gonna tell you is it's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but Cody is having a having a cough attack over here. Oh yeah. You all right, man. So, you know, the very first thing that we're gonna tell you is that it, it's it's gonna suck and it's gonna hurt and it's not gonna be easy. And like Cody said earlier was, you know, I he said, I still battle with my demons. Listen, the demons don't go away. You just find a way to tame them and control them, right? We can't, there's no happy pill that just suddenly makes demons go away. They just make them minuscule and shrink and not as big as they once were, but they're still there. So yeah, it's going to suck and it's, and it's going to hurt. But the fact that you're still sitting here today in texting me for 45, 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, you haven't done it yet. So, yes, you can. And we survive 100 percent of our bad days so we can have bad days and still progress forward. You can you can still you can not be happy and not be OK, but still make progress to get better. Absolutely. And that's, you know, and that's, I, I think, you know, that boils down to um, you can move forward. As long as you're moving forward, I don't care if it's a half an inch. I don't care if it's a mile. You know, you move forward. You can, uh, you, you, you can definitely, you can make it. I mean, that's basically the plain and simple truth of it is, you know, you, you, if you can take that half a step forward, if you can take that, that, that movement, that whatever you want to call it, if you can take that half a step forward, you're winning. Yeah. I mean, the, the, that's why that's why we don't say, you know, we, we talk about battling your demons. We don't talk about defeating, because you know, we're it's a battle. It is. We uh we definitely, it's a fight, and it's a fight, and, and you know, it's a fight that damage is caused. It's a fight that you you know. It takes effort and it takes time, but eventually that, that demon's going to get tired. That demon's going to be like, you know, I, I, that demon's going to be like, I can't do this anymore. Right. This, this man is, this man is too strong for me. And that's, that's the point that I feel like as, as a brotherhood, we need to get to. And, you know, you, you were talking about taking the pills and how you took so many pills that it, it wasn't even, it, you know, it wasn't even close to taking you out, but it felt like it was going to take you out, right? Like that you was, were trying, that, that you were trying to take point, yourself. Yeah. yeah, but it, but it didn't take you out, right? So like you and like mentally may, may be like giving up, but your body was basically being like, nah, we ain't done yet. Like you're going to need yeah. a lot oh, more yeah. than that to take me out. So it's like you, you, you can try as much as you want. And that's the part about giving up though, is that. Your body, you know, they say like when you try to like drown yourself, you can't drown yourself because there's something in your body that snaps that makes you go back up to air, basically, right? Yeah. Like you, the only way that you can drown yourself oh, is if you tie yourself. Yeah, like you tie yourself with weights and you jump into the water, and there's no getting back from that, right? But if you purposely try to do it, you can't do it. Like you cannot, you cannot drown yourself. You will rise up to the top. Your body will literally fight to the last moment to keep you alive even when you don't want to and Mm -hmm. that that's not that's not that's you know what that is that that's heart over mind because your mind can tell you a lot of just bullshit but the only thing that can really lead you and tell you the truth is your heart oh yeah 
and you know talking back about you know wanting people to reach out there there was something i read on facebook the other day actually i've read it for couple of years now and i stick to it you know if anybody has any problems they're more than welcome to reach out to me i will talk to them but it said i would rather spend hours listening to your problems than listen to your eulogy and i i live by that like anybody i don't care who you are if you need somebody to talk to reach out to me i am just either a phone call or a text message away that's it. And, uh, yeah, there's so many. There's so many of those like different of those like pictures and videos going around. And like you said, I'd rather listen to you, or uh, you know, for 48 hours and you know listen to a eulogy. There's stuff that is like I'd rather pay, uh, you know, I'd rather pay a thousand dollars in gas than have to pay one cent to your funeral. You know, there's all different kinds of to ways to put it, and and it's true because when when push comes to shove. We like people who care will literally do anything possible just to hear you out, you know, and that's why you hear people, you know, when something like that happens, um, they will blow up your phone. They will blow up people that, that, you know, they will try to get a hold of you at your home. Like they will get a hold of you any way possible just to reach out to make sure that you're okay. You know, there was a video that went back a little while back. I'm not going to bring up the names, but uh, there was a former professional wrestler. She was doing a Instagram live video and she basically was giving her goodbyes on Instagram live. And it got to a point where former wrestler Mick Foley, which if we grew up in the nineties, everybody knows Mick yeah. Foley. Um, oh, yeah. he, he reached out and was like, Hey, she's not okay. Can somebody please go check on her? It ended up being that she ended up taking her life. But it, it all it took was somebody to see that for two seconds, and they sent out a mass search party to go find her, right? And, and you know, the one thing about this is what people don't want to talk about is that sometimes there's really not a happy ending at the end. And that's mm-hmm. the rough part about all this is knowing that somebody is hurting so much, and it just – and it hits you, and sometimes there's just nothing you can do. You're just completely – you just feel helpless, Oh, yeah. Now, there is a flip side to that as well. Like like me, I'm a person that wants to help people. But at the same time, whenever you're a person like that, when you care too much, you put yourself on the back burner. And whenever you finally get to that point where you can't go on, you don't feel like you have anybody you can reach out to because you're the one everybody goes to. And I hate that. I hate that so many people go through that. Me, I know who I can reach out to, but at the same time, sometimes I don't reach out to them because they always come to me. But you you have to have somebody. There's at least one person in your life, even if you barely know them. I've talked to somebody that I barely know about my problems, and it helped. So don't focus on everybody else like I did because you're just going to drag yourself down. You yeah. yourself have to take care of yourself as well. You know, and that's why well, we and, take breaks sometimes with this. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. yeah, well, and and Dan brought that up a couple of weeks ago, honestly. You know, it was it, it's one of those things that, you know, don't forget that, you know, the 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 person that you're speaking to, that you're unloading on, you know, they they have a cup too. And mm. their their cup may runneth over. Um, but don't take that, you know, you can't take that as a negative. You can't you take don't that take it as personal. A, oh, oh, they don't care. No, no, we do care. 
but don't forget that you know this is this is something we love to do. We 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 love to help. We love we want people to be okay. We want to do everything we possibly can to help them be okay. But it does take a toll. I mean, as Dan was just about to say, I mean, we take breaks on this on this show. Yep. Oh yeah. And we have I mean, to because because yeah. if we don't, we will go crazy because there are times where, especially in some earlier episodes when we first started, where we kind of just like ran right out the gates and was letting stuff go. And we realized that if we wanted this to work, we got to be honest. We have to be transparent and we're going to have to open up about some stuff that we don't really want to open up about, because if we don't, then we're just hypocrites. And it's uh-huh. not – and if you think about it, it's not easy to do because we'll we'll talk about something and then we'll go about our day like it never even happened. You're like, we'll talk about the episode, but there is that kind of like film almost where it covers up after we do our podcasts and we talk about this stuff and we yeah, don't even – we don't, we don't even ever talk about what we just talked about. Like afterwards, yeah. you know, there's there's no rehabilitation time. And that's the big part is that, you know, we express this all the time is self-care. Right. But let me ask you guys this one thing. Why is it so easy for us to talk to ourselves? Because we don't because there's no judgment there. There's okay. I mean, we I mean, that's the whole thing. I, I, I firmly believe that that's that's one of the biggest things that because I mean, us as uh, as human beings, not just as men, but as men, you know, uh, I think, you know, he, Cody, you kind of hit the nail on the head with that video that we've been talking about this whole episode, you know, uh, maybe, maybe it's because it'll be used against us in, a, in an argument like, you know, that's, yeah. we, we don't, we don't run that risk when we, when we talk to ourselves about it. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I. I want to agree with you on that, but at the same time, I don't because at the same time, so don't are, don't are, agree with him. So don't you give your own yeah. opinion. Well, that's what I'm saying. We are our own biggest critic, so we can talk to ourselves about the problems that we're having, but at the same time, we're blaming ourselves for it. Um, True. Like what right. what what could we have done differently? What what could we have done to change the outcome of what happened? So there's a fine line there. I feel like maybe maybe uh, we don't get the judgment would would probably because I understand what you're saying. Maybe it's it, maybe it's less that we don't get the judgment. It's it's more of we know the judgment that we're going to get when we mm-hmm. talk to ourselves. Absolutely. You know, and so that, I brought I brought oh, go ahead, Cody, finish. I was just going to say I, uh, a couple of days ago, I made a video about how a lot of men are very connected to their dogs like me and mine. Because mm-hmm. we can sit there and we can talk to the dogs, and there's absolutely no judgment. All that dog wants to do is to love us. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I so, watched that video. I, I like that video. That was I just lost my my dogs over the last two dogs over the last you know six months. So that was <laughs> that was oh, uh, that was a great video. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just a few days ago, my dog ran away, and it yeah. it killed me. And I'm so glad she's back, and she. Wherever her little fat self is at, mm-hmm. um, but that—that that has been my lifeline for the last 13 years. So, you know, I, I brought this up before, maybe last week or the week before. It was, remember, and I told you, I, no offense whatsoever, but when you talk to me about something, I don't have to take it home with me, right? But when I talk to you about something, 
whatever I just let out, I got to take back. I got to take back home with me. I got to deal with what I just let out. Right. So sometimes, you know, you guys said it, you blame yourself. We always blame ourselves for everything, even when it's not even our fault, because it's just, sometimes it's just in human nature, especially when, if you're a husband, if you're a father and you have somebody that you care about, you know, you have your mom, your grandmother, Cody, you your dog, you know, we all have, you know, we all have something. When something happens, you immediately think it's your fault, even when it's not, because that's just sometimes that's just the character makeup of who you are. It's not the same that there's anything wrong with you. It's, it's the character makeup of the person that you are. Right. We said it last week. It's about being the man that you desire to be. So, yeah, we're going to give a shit about certain things. But the other part about that, too, is. Sometimes we just want to find a friend that we can talk to like we can talk to ourselves, and that is not easy to do. You know, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> something. And I went through that when my brother passed away was I just I just wanted a friend that I could talk to, like I could talk to myself, because when you open up, you know, inside of yourself, none of that gets out. And but once it gets out, it makes it real. And we can't let yeah. that out. God forbid we ever let that out. Right. I am. I am less of a man if I ever talk about my problems. I am a I'm a worthless human being. I'm a terrible father. I'm a terrible husband. I'm a terrible whatever. I'm just a, I'm just a shit guy if I ever talk about that. But that's what that's what society makes you want to believe. And that, that's the furthest from the fucking truth. Yes. And, and you're right. And like you said, you still have to go home with that. But to me, once you let it out, yes, you still have to bring it home, but it doesn't weigh down on you as much as it did before. So, yeah, it's still there, but it's not as heavy of a burden. Yeah, no. And that's and that's very true. And that's you know, and that's where that that's where we we need to need to be moving toward is, you know, it's it's one of those things. And I know I've said this numerous times just in this episode, you know, it's just one of those things that that's that's the way it should be as and not just as, as human beings, but as men, you know, we you know, we we, we carry a lot as men. I mean, you know, I, people may hate me for saying that, but it's true. You know, women carry a lot too, but that's not what we're here to, to discuss in this podcast. I mean, yes, you know, you know, this is, there's been there, we've had women reach out to us and we've had women um, listen to this podcast. So it does, it, it does apply, but this, that, that's not why we do this. We do this because there's a stigma when it comes to, you know, us as men. We need to we, we need to come together. We need to do this. We need to I mean, and, and we need to help each other lift some of that burden because, yes, we do take it home. And just like Cody says, you know, it's lighter now. It's mm-hmm. something that we can bear and still move forward in our in our day. If Listen, if you if you go on Google and you type in like podcasts for women, there will be four thousand podcasts that show up. If you go and type in podcast for like mental health podcast for men, you might get like a page, you know, you might get some, you know, what my, what I'm saying is there, there's a huge difference when you come into to material like that. There are just beyond, beyond things that are out there for women who are struggling, right? There's not so many for men. And maybe it's because maybe they don't want to talk about it. Maybe it's just not a hot topic to even listen to or something or even speak about or watch or whatever it is. And, Bertie, you made a good point. You know, we've had women reach out to us with positive reviews. Like nobody's ever been like nasty to us about anything. Right. And we both carry this. We both carry weights. 
we both carry weights, but our weights are different. It doesn't mean that we can't battle the same, they like battle it together. Like we always say, you know, Cody, you got trauma, right? Oh, yeah. And Brady, you got trauma. I do. Yeah, and I got trauma, and you got demons, and you got demons, and I got demons, and your past is different. Brady, your past is different than mine, and my past is different than everybody else's, right? But we can still come together and, and fight the same fight the same enemy. And it's it's coming together and understanding that we don't have to come from the same from the same past to fight a common enemy. And it's the same oh, thing with, with us and women. We may have different weights that society puts on us, but we're still fighting the same common enemy. That's true. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, I've had women reach out to me, and I've had some say that, you know, they deal with this and this and this, but I've had some, they reach out to me and said, you know, I appreciate you doing your video because now I see a different point of view towards my husband. And that's part of the reason why I made the video is so that you can see what may go on in your husband's head. Yeah. That's well, a good I point. Think, I mean, uh, that, that is, that actually is a really good point, Cody. And I think that's a good topic for, for another episode because we could go on for hours about that. Um, but as Brady was going to say, this is a good uh, time to wrap this up. Is the, uh, and I'm sure people are tired <laughs> of hearing that, but this is, you know, this, I think this is a good time to wrap up. Um, I mean, yeah. I know, I know me I, and Dan and Cody could probably talk for hours about this topic and, and, you know, Cody, I mean, if you're, if you're down, we would, we would love to have you back on at some point. Oh yeah, please, man. Um, oh, absolutely. And, and I, I think I think these conversations are great. I think this is the the, the these are the conversations that we we wanted to have yeah. on this podcast. And and Cody, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, um, oh, I'm glad to be here, and I'll come yeah, back anytime you want me to. That that would be awesome. And uh, please, um, I, I, Cody, I, I know what you do. You travel for work, so please be safe on your travels. Oh yeah, I'm heading out today. Uh, eight. Well, it's an eight hour drive without a camper, but I'm pulling one today. So. Oh, and uh, Dan, um, Dan, you uh, you had you got some news. Did you bring that up earlier in this podcast? That I don't mm -hmm. I don't remember you. No, no, mm -hmm. um, no. But so, I did just uh, I did just skip out on the last two minutes of whatever the hell you guys were talking about because my computer's network just turned off. So oh, no, I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I was just I was thanking Cody for joining us and saying, you know, I know yeah. you travel for work and 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 so please be safe where you're headed. And and Dan uh, just got some recent news. I know some of you guys around um, that that listen to this podcast pretty pretty regularly uh, know Dan is somewhat of a sports guy. Uh, I think that would definitely qualify. Uh, Dan, yeah. why don't you uh, why don't you tell tell the listeners what, what's going on with you? Uh, well, as most of you guys or all of you or some of you may know, I have a weird obsession with sports, especially football. Um, so I actually had somebody reach out to me for a streaming and like broadcasting entertainment company, and they invited me. I applied to something months ago and they finally they reached back out to me um, and they invited me out to do a live broadcast color commentary of a minor league football game tonight. Um, and not only that, it's the quote unquote game of the week versus two four and teams. And I would be lying if I said I wasn't nervous, but it's more, dude, I'm so freaking excited for this. 
That's awesome. Hell yeah. That is awesome. That's awesome. You'll have to put you'll 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 have to put up the link if you if you can get a hold of it. Yes. Um, oh, I, I guess it, the link's not going to matter, will it? Because this is going to be. Oh, this is going to be after, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's recorded though, isn't it? What the? Oh, for the yeah yeah. I guess that's a good point. I can put the yeah. the link up for a pass game or something. Yeah yeah. That's a good point. Good point. So yeah, I like it. Yeah. But, so uh, I'm excited. Good, good luck on that. Um, Thanks, man. I I don't have nearly as much fun ahead of me today. I'm putting together, <laughs> like I said, bunk beds and and you know I got to call maintenance. Uh, this is uh you know uh family life, family life. So um, I would just like to say to everybody out there, um, you know, let's uh, let's keep moving forward with this brotherhood. Let's keep keep moving forward, lifting each other up. You know, as Dan likes to say, and, and yes, I, I'm kind of hijacking it. You know, um, iron sharpens sharpens iron, but man sharpens man. So please, everybody out there, don't forget about that. Don't you know, be there for each other. Uh, take the time. Yeah, nicely oh, put. Yeah. Nicely, nice. That was a nice little wrap up there. Very right? you know, nice job. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Let's just have you do like the endings from now on. Well, I mean, you do a, you you do the introduction, I do the ending. We might have to do that. Um, hey, I like that. Cody, I like that. <laughs> Cody, again, man, I you know I was excited uh, to have you on, um, and let me just say this is this has been an absolute pleasure yeah. to have you on, and and I look forward to getting you back on here soon. Oh yeah, the pleasure's all mine. I appreciate y'all inviting me, and I will gladly come back on anytime y'all want me to. I'm gonna need to get your uh, shirt size, because I think uh, I'm gonna have to send you a uh, "Men in Your Life Unapologetically Human" podcast T-shirt. Oh yeah, hey Bix, what shocker? Oh, yeah. We're making T-shirts, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We'll put a we'll put a link up about that if people are interested in getting one. But uh, Cody, I'm definitely gonna send you one. All right, man. Oh hell yeah! I look forward hell to it. Yeah. All right, yeah, me too. I can't wait to see these things. So, uh, as Brady said, it's a good time to wrap up. Um, this has been another episode of Men in Your Life, unapologetically human. And as always, it is okay to not be okay. Have a blessed weekend.